Hey friend, I'm Beth Ann Schwamberger, host of the Brilliant Business Moms podcast. This show is all about brilliant women, just like you, who are growing their businesses in the margins. You're juggling nap time and work time, wiping up messes with writing blogs, and I don't believe you need big, impressive numbers or shiny accolades behind your name to be brilliant. This show is about realistic, doable strategies that will work for you and your business right where you are. Big and little wins are celebrated here, and every single one of my listeners is a big deal in my book. Grab your coffee, and maybe the laundry, and be encouraged by business mamas who'll make working in the margins just a little more fun. So today on the show, I'm so excited to welcome Sarah Watts of craftwithsarah.com. She is a super creative, fun, positive entrepreneur that you were just going to love hearing from. I know so many of you out there have creative businesses and so many creative ideas. And I know there's some doubts that can go with that as far as, can I actually turn this into something that makes money? Can I be creative? Can I have fun and make money at the same time? And you're going to love hearing from Sarah because she's going to show you that that is absolutely possible. So welcome to the show, Sarah. Hi, thank you for having me. (laughs) Yay. uh, Yes, I'm so excited to be chatting with you. So Sarah, I would love to hear how you got started um, in online business. Um, so it was kind of a bit of a uh, long wayward journey, but so when I was about 13, so it started way back, um, I started making cards and I was looking online for, you know, inspiration of what to make. And I came across this forum and I'd never really been on an internet forum before. So I joined up and then I just really enjoyed sharing photos and ideas of people all around the world. And I started to create my own sort of digital designs for a specific type of card making and sharing them on the forum. And then I thought, well, I could just make a website to put them on instead. Um, So I was doing web design at school. So I thought it'd be a good, you know, thing to practice. (laughs) So I did that. And then um, I guess that was my first blog, like way back when before blogging, you know, before I knew anything about it, I definitely didn't know that you could make money from it. It was just for fun. Um, but then I closed that down after a couple of years when, you know, interest kind of changed and didn't really think about it again until I was at university. And then I was sort of looking for ways to earn a bit of money without having to go out and get a part-time job. And I was already selling printables online through another company um and then I thought there's people that are asking how to design their own wouldn't it be good if I you know did a photoshop course or something like that so that idea kind of stuck around in my head for a few years before I actually got brave enough to do anything with it but then I started a blog just with the intention that eventually it would be a how to use photoshop type thing um but it was also giving away free card making and craft patterns and things um and I ran that for a few years but it didn't make any money I think I was just I was giving everything away for free and spending all my time doing you know it must be free I must do a freebie every week otherwise everyone will hate me and run away um and I didn't even really know about how to do anything properly like I was reading on Pinterest all these you know I made fortunes this month from blogging I was like I I lost money. (laughs) It's not fair. So I kind of kept doing that. I released my Photoshop course. I didn't really sell any of them because I didn't really know my audience. I didn't have anyone to sell to. I didn't, 
you know, know how to do landing pages or anything like that. But I was trying. <laughs> it was then that I found out about your um, ads intensive and I applied then. So this was maybe two years ago or something. And you looked at what I was doing and how many sales I'd had. And you were sort of like, well, it's a good start, but I don't think you're quite there yet, which is completely true. And that was kind of the push I needed to start thinking a bit more seriously and a bit out of trying to get ad revenue from page views when that was just not working for me. And then last Christmas, my family all clubbed together and they bought me a Cricut machine, which is a digital um, cutting machine that you can use to cut card and paper and other things. And that was kind of my turning point because I kind of shifted my focus from general card making, which is quite a difficult niche, I think, because a lot of people, they just do it for fun, you know, for their family's birthdays. They don't really want to spend any money on it. It's just something enjoyable. Whereas with the cricket audience, although it's still crafts, it's people that have already invested hundreds of dollars in a machine. So they're more likely to spend a little bit on patterns to use with the machine or instructions on how to use the machine. So once I started talking to that audience and having that shift, things just kind of started snowballing. Like I started picking up more page views and um, having product ideas. And um, yeah, that's kind of when I thought, right, that is what I should be going forward with. It's taken me like years and years to get here, but right, I found it. (laughs) I love that. And You know, what I think is so interesting is that little shift of, okay, if someone is just doing card making as a hobby, that's a relatively affordable hobby, super low cost. And so they might not, like you said, they might not be willing to spend any money on training or whatever else. But if you've already purchased a Cricut cutting machine, which I'm trying to remember what the price is on those. I have one but it's been a few years since I bought it, but it's like hundreds of dollars. It's hundreds. Yeah. I think the most expensive one is like $350 or something. I'm not quite sure with the currency conversion, but I think it's about that. Right. Right. So someone who is like, I am this serious of a crafter that I'm going to spend $350 just on my crafting machine. Mm. You're exactly right. That's a different level of commitment. So yeah. That is so interesting as far as just that little shift in the type of crafting customer that you were targeting. So see, I still do a lot of like card making things, but just shifting that to card making with a cricket, I think it's just more of an audience that are willing to kind of pay a little bit for the designs and things. Whereas before it was just, if it's not free, I I don't want it. (laughs) Mm, Right. What was the first product that you developed that had to do with the cricket? Yeah. So a couple of months after I got my cricket, there was a new kind of thing, which became really popular, which was making sort of layered card designs. So it's layers of cards, you stick them together and you make something a little bit 3D. So I've got a little example, my little penguin. I'm not sure if you can see, but he's all different layers of card and he's got little snowflakes in his tummy and things. Yeah. Um, it's, it's so fun. Like there's a, it's a, it's a lot of different cutout pieces that add it's, it's a much more complicated design than a lot of paper crafts that you would see. 
Yeah, so a lot of people put them in sort of frames to go on the wall and things, um, or you can just stick them straight on. But I saw everyone sort of posting these and I thought that I could design those. So (laughs) I gave it a go and I made an alphabet. So I did every single letter, which took a very long time. But then I I stuck them up on Etsy just as a let's see if they'll sell kind of thing. And they did, (laughs) which was exciting. Um, So that was kind of what encouraged me to keep going with this and also to apply to your intensive for a second time um which I did I'd had my Etsy shop maybe about a month it wasn't very long but um you sort of you looked at the cells were like I could see there's potential here so second time I got in (laughs) yeah exactly and I thought that was really neat because Etsy is a great kind of starting point and a testing ground for products because you don't have to invest in, you know, that Shopify site and everything else. And now granted all, you know, for anyone who's listening and thinks, Oh, I'm just going to use my Etsy shop and the ads intensive, like, no, I, I will make you, you know, have your own shopping platform with a pixel, but exactly what Sarah did of, of proving your product idea, proving that it can sell. I think Etsy is such a great place to just prove it. And you did prove to me, I'm trying to remember how many Etsy sales you had. Do you remember? I think it was about 50. Okay. Um, yeah, and that was in what, just a month? Yeah. Yeah. So to me, I'm like, okay, brand new Etsy listing, 50 sales in a month. Like people want this. People, yeah. people are interested in this. They're willing to pay money for this. Um, and I wanted to clarify though, for everyone listening, what you're selling isn't like the finished cutout designs. What you're selling is SVG files. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, it's all the cutting files that someone who has a Cricut machine can then take, upload into their Cricut. Is it called create space? Design space. Oh, design space. Okay. So they upload it into their Cricut design space. And then now they can create these amazing cutout alphabet letters, you know, for themselves. Yeah. So I definitely wanted to keep with the digital products um, because that's what I enjoy doing. I enjoy doing the design of it. And also they take a long time to actually make physical ones. And I didn't really want to get into that. Just having to kind of work out how to post glass frames out seemed a bit stressful. So I stuck with the digital. Yeah. And it's working great. So (laughs) that's, yeah, that's really exciting. So Sarah, when you chose to kind of pivot a bit from the card making, and I know you had, you know, a card making course for people to Cricut SVG design files. What were your thoughts around that? Like, did you have any doubts? Did you feel any resistance of like, oh, geez, this is going to be a whole lot of work all over again. And what if it doesn't work out? I'd love to kind of hear about that. So, um, yeah, it definitely was a bit of a, oh, I've spent all these years doing this. And now I'm going to start basically again, because although it's still crafts, like my email list and everything was people that don't have a cricket machine. So now I'm talking to different people that, you know, it's not going to be relevant. So it's basically kind of starting again from that point of view. Um, but I mean, there's quite a few people in the cricket niche that do amazingly well. Um, so 
you know, I was familiar with some of those people and knowing their stories was a big kind of boost to kind of go, yeah, actually there is a lot of potential here. Um, and, you know, I'm a bit stubborn. So if I see someone else has done it and made it work, I'll try and do it myself. Yes. And okay, this is such an amazing point because I think too many newer business owners think, oh, if I see somebody else doing what I want to do, oh man, that means like the the niche is taken. Ugh, I'm going to have to think of a new idea. And actually your mindset is exactly right. Where if someone else is doing really, really well in a niche, that means there's money to be had in that niche. Like people are willing to pay for those design files. Other people had proven that. And so it should excite you when you see it just as it did for you. It's so just for everyone listening, be encouraged if other people are seeing amazing success in your niche, because there is no limit to creativity. There's no limit to finding that little hole within that current niche that you can fill. You know, we're not talking about just copying what other people are doing, but we're saying, yeah, if, if cricket design files sell, that's awesome for you. So then you can go and create your own unique aesthetic and products and fill your own little space within that, that world. Love it. Okay. So you joined the intensive, um, you were in the summer round. Yeah. Right. Okay. (laughs) Sometimes I get my students from the spring (laughs) and the summer mixed up. Okay. So you were in the summer round and, uh, did you have, I cannot remember if you had your freebie signup page or your tripwire page ready before you joined. So no, I didn't. All I had was my Etsy shop when I joined. So those first few weeks where you go through how to set up, uh, you know, landing pages for freebies and tripwires and things, that was so helpful because I didn't have any of that. So I, I didn't even have a, you know, a Shopify shop. So that was kind of step one, make a Shopify shop, put all my patterns in there and then work on the freebie, which I didn't have either. And then a tripwire page. So yeah, those first few weeks were very busy, but it was really good to sort of learn how to do it properly. (laughs) Yeah, to start to finish. And now you have a freebie and a tripwire that you can continue to use to get the right new email subs and, you know, customers kind of into your universe. So I would love to hear a little bit more about what freebie did you use? And then I, and I know you kind of talked about your tripwire a little bit, but talking a little bit more about that. Okay, so my freebie was, it was an ampersand letter, a layered letter. So my tripwire was the whole alphabet, A to Z. And then the freebie was an ampersand because I think that's kind of something that can stand alone and it will be relevant to everyone. I didn't want to just put up one random letter because then if I put an S up and your name doesn't begin with S, you're not going to want it. That was what I did for the freebie to trip wire. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I love that you thought through what freebie to offer because that's huge. Like you said, if you had offered just an A, then you're going to have a ton of people who would love your whole alphabet set, but they're not going to know that on the back end is your whole alphabet set that they can buy. But yeah, the ampersand is so fun. Lots of people love to use that as a decoration and everything. So yeah, that was that's the perfect fit. I also love that your freebie is basically a teeny tiny sample of the full product because I think people way too often have a 
a big disconnect between their freebie and tripwire. Um, that's the the one big mistake I see where it's like, well, you're drawing in the wrong people who wanted that freebie and now they don't care about your product and, and buying that. The other big mistake I see people make is they give away too much of a sample of their product. So by you just saying, here's one SVG design file, it's not too much and they can so clearly see oh, wow, but if I purchase a tripwire, I get the whole alphabet. Look at all these files that I get. So they can clearly see the gap between the freebie they got and then the tripwire that they really want to have. So I'm trying to remember, from the beginning, did you want to do just like, let me do the ampersand design file for the freebie? Or did we, was there any sort of pushback, I guess is maybe my question, because I can't remember. (laughs) Originally, I was just going to use one of the free designs I had on my blog. So I had like a coffee cup and a beer mug and things like that. And that was kind of what you were just saying. You said, you know, it's yes, it's the same kind of layered design, but someone that wants a beer mug, which is quite, you know, a masculine design, isn't necessarily going to want your nice, flowery, pretty, feminine looking alphabet. Um, So that was when you sort of suggested doing something a lot more relevant. Um, And I came up with the ampersand, which I think, yeah, it was a really good call. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. And so even thinking through that, like you said, you might think, okay, this person wants an SVG cut file and it's the same layered thing, but it's a different style, different aesthetic, a different personality type. And so, yes, thinking through all of those little details to make sure it's that perfect fit between Freebie and Tripwire, because essentially you just want to draw in subscribers who find that tripwire irresistible and just are buying it at a really, you know, high rate. Okay. So I'm curious for your full A to Z, sorry, I say Z, (laughs) (laughs) like, ah, um, for your full alphabet cut file, you know, SVG file set, how much, how much does that cost at regular price? And then how much was the tripwire price? So regular price, it is $49 as the whole thing in my shop. Um, no, 47. I don't remember. That's really bad. It's either 47 or 49. And I started the tripwire off at, um, I think, 27 or 29, whichever one matched the other one, I remember. Um, and I had, so once it launched, I think I went about 10 days and didn't get a sale. So I was sort of in your Facebook group watching everyone go, yay, I got sales. I was like, oh no, <laughs> I haven't. I was kind of, I was pretty confident with the ad creative, the picture and the words. So you, your um, ads mentors had helped me quite a lot with the wording. So I was like, well, I'm targeting my specific audiences cricket people that are interested in cricket so that's probably as right as I'm going to get it maybe it's the price um so I dropped it from 27 to 17 and just a few hours later I got my first sale and then they kept coming so it was just that ten dollars difference was what made it which is weird I'm sorry I I feel like you're saying this but I love that so much because you literally just you like blew up what every internet marketing guru says you just literally exploded this like hey newsflash everybody raising the price isn't always how you make more money like I see a lot of people mess that up because we're not talking about, you know, lowering that price and, oh, therefore now, 
you're going to make less money, but your ads are working. Like, no, 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 no. That's not what it is. It's the difference between, in your case, zero sales, and now you're getting sales, but you're also getting sales at a profit. And, you know, we'll talk more about that journey later, but people miss that so much. And I... I understand, you know, this mindset of like, no, none of us want to be Walmart. We're not discount, whatever. But at the same time, when we're going after ice cold traffic, people that have never heard of us before, and there's a ton of competition out there, right? They have Mm -hmm. so many choices for what they want to buy. So you had better offer them something really juicy and it better be the right fit. And it, uh, you know, and so sometimes lowering the price actually helps you make more money. So yeah, thank you for just blowing (laughs) right now. And yeah, love it. Okay. So then you started making sales. Talk to me about kind of some of your overall ads results from there. Okay, so the first one, um, I wasn't spending, you know, an awful lot because it was right at the beginning. It was the first one. I was doing maybe, I think, about £20 a day. But it started, so I had, you know, 10 days of no sales and I started getting sales. And then after a couple more weeks, then I was in profit overall. So I'd overtaken those 10 days with no sales. And it kind of, it ended up at about a 2.5 return on ad spend, which was pretty good. So obviously for a digital product, you don't have, um, you know, material costs or anything. Um, so that was really good. I was happy with that. And it kind of kept going. I had one audience that I was running it to that just wasn't working. I wasn't getting any sales. And that was just like a general DIY home decor audience. So I turned that one off and just stuck with the ones that actually were cutting machine related because I guess that makes sense that they'd be the ones who would want it. Um, and it worked really well. It kept going for like, three months I think I didn't really touch it um I was scared to you know do anything increase the budget in case it just stopped but then eventually it kind of started petering out a bit and and then it went down and it was just going down a little bit more every week so I turned it off but for three months or so um it was really profitable and really good I should probably try it again now it's had a couple more months off (laughs) yes yeah I was just gonna say that well and I know so many of my students saw you know some had a slump in the summer and then others had a slump more around the election time period in the U.S. that was like big and so um, yes, I'm always encouraging my students like it. Yeah, it's OK to take a break. Absolutely. We turn off our campaigns and they're not <laughs> if they're losing money. We're going to turn them off. Um, but yes, I would at this point turn that bad boy back on because right now people are, you know, over Christmas break, the holidays, you know, and even into the new year with just like, hey, I want to try something new. I want to change me a little bit, you know, improve myself. All of that comes into play and people getting cricket machines for gifts as you did. (laughs) (laughs) So yes, I would be trying that again because I think we're at least we're past the election. Now, of course, the newest thing with Facebook is they're like getting sued by a bunch of attorney generals in the U.S. by the state attorneys generals (laughs) for antitrust violations. And so, of course, there's always something that (laughs) but all that to say, like, yeah, many of my students are, you know, their ads are working. They're doing well. I don't know that we'll ever get back to old school Facebook ads from a couple of years ago where like, for example, your ad a couple of years ago, you probably could have coasted with that thing for a whole year. 
and just like saw the profits roll in. But now we have to, yeah, turn off, turn back on, do a little bit more tweaking, um, potentially test out a video ad versus the image. And there's other, of course, like supporting campaigns and different campaign structures and things. But that's why we're always playing with ads. So we know (laughs) the best things to do. But that's, yeah, I mean, that's amazing. Even the fact that you could just take your, so it's basically, was it one ad? Started with, I think, two two bits of text that I tested, but the same picture. Um, and then it was really interesting because the one that I kind of wrote, which was a bit more, a lot shorter, um, a bit more direct, didn't do very well. But um, the ones that you helped me with, which was, it was not how I talk at all but it was really friendly and like hey crafty lady are you looking for something and it was like this whole story and I was like that's not gonna work that no one wants to be spoken to like that and then that one just blew the other one out the water you never know though every once in a while I have someone where they're short and sweet is what works for them but like yeah that's that's why we test it <laughs> Yeah, so I just stuck with that. And um, yeah, that because the other one just didn't perform as well. So I just turned all those ones off. And then that meant that the spend went with the more profitable one. So yeah, it worked. <laughs> okay, great. And then talk to me about kind of your overall results from that freebie to tripwire ad that ran for several months there. So I was running that ad from sort of July, August and September. <laughs> Um, and for those three months, I got um, just over 1,500 leads, um, which was a lot. I only had about maybe four or 5,000 um, before, and that was from four or five years or something. So to get that much in a couple of months was ridiculous. So I was just like, ah. Yeah, my overall um, ROAS was a little bit skewed because I ran some different ads to a course in that time as well. But it was about um, sort of two overall for the whole thing so I was doubling my money which you know that's good (laughs) better than gambling right (laughs) yeah (laughs) ads can be fun like yeah when you're making money it's fun to test and play um okay so 1500 leads making a 2x row as on that and so do you know how many new tripwire customers you also like earned during that time so it was about 130, I think, just trying to take out the, the ones that is something different. But yeah, about 130. Yeah, that was just, I was really um, impressed with that. It was a lot more than I thought it was going to be. And obviously, that even though I lowered the price, that's still 130 times $19 that I wouldn't have got otherwise. <laughs> so. Yeah. That's true. So yeah, that ends up being what, like $2,600 worth of sales, something like that, or 2,600 pounds. But then of course we have to take in, you know, to account ad spend, but 2,600 pounds of sales, 1,500 new targeted leads. And then, okay, here's, here's the part I really want to get to because we don't stop there. It's not, the upfront stuff is great, but that's like, tip of our iceberg. So here's how I like to think of it. It's like ads can really help someone kick off their business. Like you had this new amazing product. It had started to sell on Etsy. Now we're going to take it. We're going to make sales and grab those targeted leads with Facebook ads. Now you have this foundation that you can work with. You have the right leads on your list. We've run purchase optimization campaigns to make sure that they're more likely to be buyers. And now it's, it's a base of a business that you can build new products onto and have this audience that's interested and, you know, talking back and all of those fun, wonderful things. So from there, you did a product launch to this kind of new audience, right? 
Yeah, so um, it was still during the in- intensive. Um, I just sort of thought one day I'm going to make a course, <laughs> and I just kind of I hadn't planned on doing it. I didn't do any pre-launch anything. I just thought there's people that are asking how to make their own layered designs. I could teach how to do that. So it's a little bit different in that the ones that I sell, the layered designs, they're SVG files that you can download and upload no matter what cutting machine you've got you can use them um, whereas my course is how to design layered designs within the Cricut software the design space software so that doesn't give you that file it's just within the software but I decided to go that way because I didn't want to have to teach how to use a completely new software that no one else has heard of because that's what I tried with the card making thing and it didn't go so well so I was like yeah I can do that I can teach that so I pre-launched it to my email list just a week before so I decided right I'm gonna do it I'm gonna say it'll be out in a week just gonna email them and go I'm making this would you like to buy it and I, I did it at a discount to my email list. And um, I sold about 85 in that week. And that was only possible because of all of those, um, you know, freebie to tripwire leads that I had on there because my cricket audience was really quite minimal. But because I'd been targeting those people and, you know, a fair bunch of them had already bought something. So there was that trust um, that really helped to get that pre-launch. Yeah, it was, it was good. <laughs> okay. So I have some questions. Was your course created when you did the pre-launch no. or no? Okay. So you're just like, <laughs> here's the court, like, here's what's going to be. And so then what was your plan as far as then creating it and delivering it to new customers? Um, so it's not, um, it's quite a small course, you know, it, it didn't, it's not like a, a massive thing with loads and loads of lessons. It was like 10 videos on how to do 10 different things within the software. So I thought, yeah, you know, I can probably record all those in, in a week um, because that, that was all I was doing at that time. I, I'm a freelancer anyway, so my schedule can be a little bit flexible. So I was like, right, I'll put this week aside to do this. So then it was all up within about a week and I had it up and then I started running the ads to it once it was live and that I did two images I think and some text and it did all right it was making sales and it was selling for not um, full price because I did a discount as part of the ad but still more than the pre-launch had been Um, so I'm kind of trying to find the point that people would pay for it if that makes sense so yeah that that was going all right but then I tried a video ad and that was just another level up again like it worked so much better and that's what I've just been keeping going with just the video oh wow okay so talk to me more about your video ad how it's structured I think it's a little bit unfair to call it a video really because all it is is just like 12 seconds it's like an intro for a second and then it just loops through a photo of all of the product projects you make in the course for like a second each that's that's all it is it's just a square it's more like a slideshow like yeah a video slideshow but yeah I mean that's great and Anybody could make something like that, even just using Canva, right? Mm. You know, it's like you just literally have your different squares of all the different images you want. And on Canva, you can select like how much time to spend on each slide and then download it as an MP4 and away you go. So yeah, that's really neat. And that's, yeah, exciting that the video works so much better. I mean, 
it makes sense because you can show off so much more about, Mm -hmm. Hey, here, look at, look at all these like tangible things you're going to be able to make, you know, in this course. Um, okay. I want to know what was that pre-sale price for your course? Pre-sale price was like $17. It was quite low. Okay. Um, and then the ad price is 27. The full price is 47. So, I mean, it's not a, a, you know, a massive course. I thought, you know, I think 47 is probably about right. But in reality, I've not really sold any at that full price because it all comes through the ads. Okay, gotcha. And so the ads are still priced at the 27? Yeah. Got it. Okay. So when someone sees your wonderful video ad, And uh, then where are they taken and what does that next page look like? It direct to sales page. So they go to, it's a a lead page I've set up, um, which just talks through, it's actually, it doesn't have an awful lot of information on it. And it says a bit at the top and then, you know, on sale for 27, usually 47. Um, And then it just shows a photo of each of the projects so the same photos that are in the video and then a bit of text next to it about what that actually is I just list them all out and then there's another buy button and that's pretty much it (laughs) okay I I gotta say I love it though although uh, okay anyone who works with me knows I'm gonna like teach you all to do pretty long, like drawn out detailed sales pages. But I love watching, you know, some of my students do really simple pages and like they work, you know? So I would love to see, there's a few other students where I'm feeling curious about of like split testing their simple page versus a longer like Bethann page or whatever, because I do think in some niches and for some products and especially like at those lower prices that, you know, sometimes the, the shorter page, you know, makes sense. Um, I would though add, add customer testimonials because now you have, um, you know, a lot of customers. So that's exciting. I've just remembered it does have an FAQ section at the bottom. So it does have a bit of text. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) That's great. I love though, too, the fact that you pre-sold this course. So I mean, $17. So yeah, that's a steal. I mean, I'm, that makes sense that you had 85 sales. So you're like, all right, I've got 1445 bucks in the bank. And so now I know, and that's just the beginning, right? Cause you knew like, you're going to run ads to this thing. So I've got $1,445 to tell me people want this. And so now I'm going to go create it. Yeah. And, and the fact that you actually, so you did get it done in a week. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like more people need to be learning from you because <laughs> that's amazing. I know so many people that talk about the course they want to create or whatever. And it's like a year goes by and they still haven't done it. Okay. I want to hear a little bit more about like, what did that process look like? I know you basically had mapped out, okay, it's going to be 10 videos. So did you have like detailed outlines or like, and how did you record? How did you edit all of that? Okay. So I started before I emailed about it, I sort of planned out the 10 different types of projects I wanted to make. And then I actually opened the software and made them just to make sure I actually could do it. So that was kind of my, just checking that I was capable of doing this which it was you know that went fine um and that meant that I then had some pictures that I could include in the emails and things of this is what it will be but then yes yeah, so once I 
sent out the email and started getting sales. I was like, okay, right, I actually have to do it now. So I sat down and um, I just used, it's all just screen recording. I don't have any intros to camera or anything like that. It's just, um, I use OBS, which is free. And I'm just screen recording from within Design Space, the Cricut software, and just sort of, you know, talking through as I'm doing everything and what I'm doing and why I'm doing it. And then to edit it, I used a free video editing program. It's called Shotcut. It's pretty simple to use, which is good because I was my my husband's actually a video editor, um, and he was like, "I can't believe you're gonna use this. You need to use Premiere and learn all of this." I'm like, "Nah." <laughs> so, um, yeah, I went through that. I mean, it didn't need an awful lot of editing apart from, you know, cutting out my mistakes. And then every time I clicked a button, I wanted to put a box around it to make it more obvious what I was clicking on because there's quite a lot of choices. Um, but that was all it all it was to edit it. And then I just um, made a teachable account and made a course and just chucked the videos up. And I was like, okay, it's done. <laughs> I love this. One week video course done recorded edited put into teachable so anybody who has put off their course you can do this i mean and okay i understand that like for example i could not do my ads intensive in a week there's no way (laughs) i would have all those videos and all the materials done but like the way i did mine it's very similar to what you're saying of like i did it week by week for that first round that i did last fall it was like yeah i I knew what my outline was going to be and i had all these different notes and then i just built out my slides would teach the lesson and then every round i'm able to add more like extras and resources and things as I see what my students need. But still, it's like, yeah, within one week, there's a ton of content that, you know, a business owner can create. So don't hold yourself back. Everyone who's (laughs) listening, if you have that idea, go for it, do it. Don't like, don't make it more complicated than it has to be. Yeah. Yeah. And I think also like, just because you've learned something, it doesn't mean you can't change it. So, um, I did a like a private Facebook group as part of the joining and I had a few few people saying the same thing like oh how do you do this and then it was just okay well people are asking for it I'll just record it and put it in so I don't have to keep answering it Um, and also since then there have been a few other things that people have wanted to know how to do which is still on the same thing so I'm just sort of adding to it slowly as time goes on. So, you know, it's just growing and getting more value so that, you know, maybe in the future it can be a bit more expensive perhaps. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And I'm sure too, you're getting potentially other ideas for like other products, whether that's the designs or other courses, trainings, things like that. So yeah, Mm -hmm. here's a random idea but this is something I think more people should try. And I know one of one of the ladies in the membership is going to be doing this soon with her product, which is like a live version of it, essentially. Um, for all those people who buy like a course or whatever, hers is actually all about freezer cooking and doing mm-hmm. freezer meals, but she's going to do like a cooking day all at once. Like, come on, let's get this done together. But I think that can be a really cool way to, you know, you could take your current customers and be like, all right, if you've been putting this off, like, come on, let's get this done. You can pay for this live ticket. We're going to do it together. Um, You have that accountability. You have an event to mark in your calendar. That can be another way to even just expand on what you're currently doing. So Sarah, you had 
the most amazing November ever. I want to hear more about that. So in November, I did two things. So at the start of the month, I did a new design release of patterns that were in my shop and it was dog breeds, so all different kinds of, of dog breeds. I did that at the start of the month. And then at the end of the month for Black Friday, I released a new kind of, I say course, it's not really a course, it's more of a collection. I call it a clubhouse um so that was a three-tiered offer which was something brand new that I launched for Black Friday with some extra bonuses um there and it's basically just a collection of new designs and I update every week with new ones um and some other things in there and um yeah in November I had a $10,000 month which was crazy (laughs) that's amazing because okay you you had mentioned like I think earlier this year you were like making a couple hundred pounds a month something like that okay yeah so you went from that at the start of 2020 we all know what a dumpster fire this year has been (laughs) however it hasn't been a dumpster fire for everyone with business growth I mean look at that went from a couple hundred pounds a month to then having a ten thousand dollar month for your business in November selling all design file and courses and creative things. Newsflash, you do not have to be in the B2B space to do well online. Everyone thinks this. And I'm like, that's great. I love it. Come on. Like anyone who wants to come on over, but I promise you it's not easier (laughs) on this side. Like the way I I feel like people have that misconception. So, okay. I'm going to stop talking though now. (laughs) Share more about like some of those nitty gritty details of how you did that. um, Your first five figure month. To start with, with the dog patterns, I had done some before, like either the month before that or maybe the month before and they'd been really popular and I had loads of requests for different breeds so I just it was doing some more um so I I did a few little pre-launch ads which were just engagement ads to post on my Facebook page which was a new dog breeds are coming soon what would you like to see kind of thing and that got quite a lot of comments I think people just like talking about their dogs I have found out of everything I've done the dogs are the most popular and get the most engagement and people share pictures of their dogs and um, it's just something that gets people talking so I did that I launched it to my email list with a 20% off for I think a week or two and that was when I ran the Facebook ads so just for those two weeks because it mentioned the discount in the ad copy so I couldn't keep running them once I stopped the um the discount um but that did yeah that did really well so um I got like three thousand pounds from that and and it's you know the patterns are they're they're four dollars each with the um discount so normally five or you can get a bundle of all of them for a bit cheaper than buying them individually and I was a bit nervous about running so that the ads they were direct to sales page and it was just a 10 second video of all the breeds you know the photos going through and I kind of undenied about if I wanted to lead them to the bundle page where they just see the big bundle all together or if I would just lead them to the category page um, because I thought if they go to the category page and they they just want one like one that looks like their dog and that's a four dollar sale I might not be able to make the ads profitable but I found that actually most people buy more than one um 
and about a third of people bought the bundle. So I think actually by driving it to the category page, it got more sales than if I'd have just shown them the expensive product and nothing else. Okay. So that's so interesting. I love hearing this tidbit. So uh, for anyone who's like, okay, what's the category page? So basically what you're talking about is in your Shopify store, it's Shopify, right? Okay. Yeah. So in your Shopify store, um, you know, you can set up all these different categories of your different products. So you've got a category page that's all of your dog layered SVG design files. So yeah. tons of cute different dog <laughs> breeds. Love it. Such a fun idea. So so you could then send all your ad traffic directly to that page in your shop. And yeah. this is something people miss a lot. I think people try, shop owners try to just send people to their main shop page. And I'm almost always like, don't do that. Don't do that with your ads. <laughs> you need to like, whatever they saw in that ad, they need to, their eyes need to go right to that on the page that you send them to. And, and that's what you did because you're like, here's all these dog designs. Great. Here's all, all the listings for you to buy. But here's my question with that category page. And so it's got all this, these separate shop listings for each individual dog design. Um, how did they know about and or grab the bundle from that page? So the bundle is just set up as just another Shopify product. So it's just in the category. Um, so it shows up on the same page. Um, so there's actually there's two bundles. There's one for the original 10 I did and then one for the um, the second lot of 10 that I did. So I had quite a few people buy both of those bundles if they hadn't seen it before. So that was quite good. So yeah, oh. they, they're just sort of mixed in. Um, I think they might appear first. I, I think I did something like put a punctuation mark or something so that there is make, a yeah front. to make it show up first <laughs> that's funny <laughs> yeah that's such a great idea though okay and so then those two bundles how much did a bundle cost normally it's 37 dollars, and it was 20 percent off for the duration of the sale so it was like 29 something 60 i think got it per okay. bundle and in your shop they can basically see here's regular price and here's you know, sale price so they can see that it's on sale. Okay. And so you were saying from that two week promotion, you made about 3000 pounds in sales. Yeah. So that includes sales from my email list and sales from, from the Facebook ads. But a three ROAS, which is amazing for digital products, especially those, the, you know, that smaller price and you're making a three X ROAS, but then yeah, you made the rest from your email list, which, you know, of course, built up with that free reader tripwire, which I love. Yeah. Okay. So then uh, what else did you do in November? I think you did a Black Friday promotion as well. That was separate from this, the dog designs, right? Yeah. So that was my new thing. That was the, um, the three-tiered offer um, clubhouse thing, um, which is on Teachable. So it's kind of a course it's on a course platform but it's more of a collection of designs than anything else really and videos and extra tutorials that they can't get for free on my blog um so the different levels have different things and the top tier the 97 dollar one um that includes access to a course that i haven't even started yet i just said you'll get free access to this which is coming in march which is something i'm planning for next year but that was just one of the bonuses um on that so i was just trying to think like what can i put in them um so i was kind of using my plans for next year to 
draw people in but I was really worried that no one would spend like even the middle tier so $67 I was like no one's gonna get that they're only gonna get you know the cheapest one and I sent out the launch email on so I followed a like a template for how to do the emails because I'm not very good at sales emails I tend to just be like I have a thing go buy it and that doesn't really work (laughs) um so I was following these templates and it was like a build-up throughout the whole month um, where you tease with the idea and then um, say a bit more about it and as part of that I did like a pre-launch list so if you're interested in this click here and then I had a tag in ConvertKit to add them to a um, you know a tag that said they were interested so when they got the launch email um, within about five minutes of sending it I had my first sale and it was for the highest tier so I was like yes Amazing. That's so exciting. I was going to ask you if you didn't mind sharing, like what was that breakdown of, you know, lowest tier, middle tier, high tier? It actually worked out about um, a third each. It was almost like exact, which I was really surprised about. I definitely wasn't expecting it. Like the whole thing was just um, a lot more than I was expecting. And that was all through email because I did try running some Facebook ads um, to it but I think because it was Black Friday mm. the the CPMs were just so high I didn't get any sales from it it was just spending all my money and I just wasn't making any so I thought I will run ads to this but maybe not over Black Friday <laughs> right right and I'm glad you just turned it off when you you know saw it wasn't working I mean this is the thing with ads uh, all of us experience ups and downs you know so like you can be amazing at ads and still there's certain things that just don't work as well as other things. I am definitely one of those weird business owners that is, I'm not a huge Black Friday like person. Although, I mean, your promotion to your audience went awesome. And I think, yeah, that that works for a lot of people. So that's great. Um, But yeah, I usually try to stay out of the Facebook ads fray during Black Friday. I think for physical product owners, I think get in there, be in the rink, rink, even if it is like really high CPMs, which... FYI, anyone who's like, what What does she mean? The CPMs were really high. So we're talking about the cost per thousand impressions. That's how Facebook charges you for ads. That's just, that's what it is. Even though we can talk about these other numbers like cost per purchase, cost per lead, Facebook is charging you per thousand impressions. So per thousand times that someone viewed it within the feed. And so when there's high competition, the and so that can happen for given audiences, there's more competition, CPMs are higher, but then it can happen at certain times of year when there's more competition like Black Friday. So CPMs go way up, which means it costs way more to get in front of people's eyeballs and then isn't always, yeah, worth it um, for the ads. But uh, yeah, I mean, I love that your your own audience responded in a big way. I think the other thing too is I found in my own business that the three-tiered offer, my own audience responds really well to that. When I, I've launched the same offer to them twice in the last six months and it's gone great both times. Same emails both times. I'm, I'm sorry, anyone listening who's like, huh, I thought I saw that email before. Sorry, that's, that's a little shortcut for you. But... Um, getting it to work with cold traffic and ads has been trickier. Two tiers seems to be easier. It's almost like, yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot of options for someone who's brand new. And then I think that higher price point, it's like, even though people typically really want that highest tier, cause it's juicy and it's good. Then it's almost like if they can't, 
they they can't justify spending the 97 then they potentially like walk away without buying anything. So yeah, that's hard. I think I'm, I'm going to try running ads to it kind of in a new year when, like you said, everyone's got their brand new cricket machines and they don't know how to use them. Um, and I'll just see how it goes. Give it a try. Yeah, exactly. And now, I mean, it's so exciting. You have so many options. You have your other freebie to tripwire with the alphabet set. You have your dog collection that you could always run little, you know, flash sales to. I'm sure there's other design collections you can do that with. You have your clubhouse three tiered offer. You have your course on, you know, so you have so many options now for getting people in the door, earning them as that first time customer. And then like, they're going to, you know, keep buying your other awesome products. So, okay. Tell me how, let's see, we heard about your dog design sale, but it was a five figure month. So I'm guessing that that the three tiered offer launch over black Friday, was that a pretty big launch? Yes. So that was, um, pretty much the rest of it. It was, um, I think about four and a half thousand pounds. And then the dog patterns was three and a half or three. It made like seven and a half thousand pounds overall, which is just over $10,000. So yeah, going from like six months ago, where I earned about $200 a month. I was just, just crazy. Like, I feel like after so many years that I've finally kind of found my way and uh, you know that's all due to the the ads intensive just the steps you lie out of this is you know the the path to take and this is why which I think is really helpful because you don't just say go and do this you say go and do this because and then it's the learning the reasons why which then helps you kind of keep going and know why you're doing things so that the moment something comes up that isn't you know along straightforward, you know, actually I need to do this because I know this. That is such a a good point. I wasn't even thinking about that, I guess. But like when you talked about how you tried the Black Friday ads and then you said, but the CPMs were really high and I wasn't making any sales. You knew what to do. Like, it's not like, I mean, yes, you're in, you're in the membership, but you weren't in there like, help, my ads aren't working, blah, 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 help me. Like, this is the thing is like, I think all my successful students get to this place where like you're able to do all that troubleshooting and thinking through and pivoting. And like you came up with all these amazing offers and just had your ads working all on your own. It wasn't like, you know, you didn't need feedback on every step of this because yeah, you have, you had that full foundation. And just like you said, I I know some people, (laughs) some people get real annoyed. I can be long winded. Yes, I get it. But part of it is wanting people to understand, yeah, the why of like, I'm not just going to have my students be robots who then are always dependent on me for the next step. Like they need to understand, like, for example, if I talk about here's the pro and con of a three-tiered offer versus direct to sales page versus freebie to tripwire, there's a whole host of, you know, different reasons to do each of those different things. So anyways, that's good to hear <laughs> the, the, the reason, you know, the reasons why helps. Um like how many emails did you send out? Uh, because I know a lot of creatives, ee, the whole like a, a hard promotion and launching something like sending a bunch of emails, they just feel like it's off the table for them. Yeah, I was really worried about that because basically the the only emails I generally send are I've done this blog post with this design in it or this video in it go get it you know like a weekly newsletter thing um and then when I'm releasing patterns I do a 
email about that, but that's quite direct as well. It's I've done a new pattern collection. I normally do a 20% discount off for a week or two when a new one comes out. Um, just buy buttons, you know, in the email that take to Shopify. I've never done the storytelling because I, I find it really difficult. Like personally, I'm quite introverted and I kind of feel like trying to write to someone like I know them when I don't, it's just in my head, it's just really hard. So I, I found this, um, template um this course online which was specifically for doing a black friday launch um although in it the number one thing was do not create a new product with like three weeks to go and i did (laughs) so it was a bit stressful but yeah so the first few emails it was just storytelling it was there was no pictures there was no links it was just a so mine was kind of like are you struggling with your cricket? Do you see beautiful things online and you try and make it and it doesn't come out so beautiful? There's a way to overcome that. Let me know what your struggles are. And I got so many emails that I never get replies to my newsletters because they don't open up that conversation. But this email, I was convinced that I was going to send it and I was going to get so many unsubscribes and it was just going to be awful. Um but yeah, no, I got loads of replies and responses and not many unsubscribes, some, but no more than I normally would get. And then I think there were three emails like that. So three just storytelling text and each one, I was so not confident with them. And then the product launch was again, kind of quite storytelling, but with some pictures and some bullet points and then links to the sales page. So in total, I sent, I think about, seven or eight emails within two weeks and normally I'm a one a week person so I was just so worried about it but it obviously worked so I have to get over my fear of writing stories and three of those emails were like pre-launch right so it wasn't yeah there wasn't a hard pitch you weren't trying to sell something there and then so did you have two emails on the last day no I wimped out (laughs) okay (laughs) that's always my big question because it's a long time to do that as well but then once I saw those like extra sales that would come in at the end of the day I was like oh I think I need to do this (laughs) yeah but that's okay you still had an amazing launch so that's wonderful okay now I want to know because we need to give this person the credit who where did you learn the Black Friday promotion stuff from um, so it was from Kate Doster. Okay. And, yes. Um, yeah. It was called like the Black Friday SOS guide or something. So she released her big email writing course, which I really wanted, but it's quite expensive. Um, so I couldn't quite afford it at that point. Um, next time it comes around though, I'm all over it. Um, but then she offered this one as kind of a, a lower entry point. And um, because it was all about Black Friday and I knew I wanted to do this product launch, it was pretty much perfect um yeah. and it worked really well oh that's great yeah hopefully you're telling Kate too of like hey Kate look I used your Black Friday email so because um you know I think that's so fun too just to have like have your face and your business name on like other people's sales pages so everybody's like looking you up like oh look I'm <laughs> craft with Sarah I might be you know I might be interested in that and they come check you out so that's kind of fun um well okay Sarah I've taken up plenty of your time <laughs> too much of your time, but I just, it's just so fun to hear about your whole journey and see how you've grown. And I mean, 
you have this, you have a full-fledged business now. I mean, you have all these customers, they love using their Cricut, they love learning from you, they love your design files. And like, this is still just the beginning, you know, like I, I can't even get over how many products and offers and things you've created in just this less than a year. So I'm just, I'm so excited for you. You're such a great example to other women out there who want to use their creativity to actually make money online. So I just, yeah, it's so exciting. So thank you so much, Sarah, for being with me today. Thank you for having me. It was lovely to talk to you. (laughs) Oh, and real quick, remind everyone, where's the best place for them to find you online and or, you know, follow you and see what you're up to? Um, So my website is craftwithsarah.com and I am on Facebook, which I post to a lot more regularly than Instagram. (laughs) So my Facebook is is Crafting with Sarah, I think. Craft with Sarah was taken. Very annoying. and I also have a Facebook group uh, called, oh, it's got a really long name. If you type Craft with Sarah, it'll come up. Um, okay. But that's right. If you do have a Cricut machine, I share lots of freebies in there that aren't necessarily anywhere else. So thanks again, Sarah. Okay, thank you.